When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrick, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Intrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope everybody enjoyed a fun Tuesday of action. Ronald Acuna on Ronald Acuna bat flip bobble night. Hits two home runs, steals another bag, does Ronald Acuna things. Blake Snell throws a no-no through seven before he goes to the bullpen. And the they bullpen blew it, of course. I just Strider was a beast as always. Just fun stuff all across baseball as we get towards the home stretch here. Like a week and a half of baseball to go. Playoff races are heating up in a huge way. Tons and tons of fun stuff, and we will have you covered with the news, notes, and more. So let's get to the news and notes from Tuesday. Miami Marlins, a team in the heat of the wild card race in the National League, claimed Matt Moore off waivers to add bullpen depth. Moore was uh, claimed off waivers by <laughs> Cleveland earlier. He got uh, released, waived, as one would say, and now the Marlins picked him up. He will not be eligible for the postseason, unfortunately, but could help the Marlins get to the postseason, which is all that matters at this point in time. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim activated Joe Adele from the 60-day IL, moved Kyron Paris to the 60-day IL, and also recalled Mike Stefanik from AAA. Adele was in the lineup in the middle of the Angels' order on Tuesday. They have no reason not to run with him for a week and a half and see if he can find a little spark to hopefully find that minor league form that is never manufactured in the major leagues. Adam Wainwright will not start this weekend. Picked up win number 200 on Monday. He'll miss his start this weekend. And the Cardinals are debating shutting down the veteran Adam Wainwright after uh, win number 200. If he is to pitch again, uh, manager Marmol is saying, Wainwright will pitch at home against Cincinnati next weekend. That would be the only start he'd make a little swan song in St. Louis against the Red Legs. Shohei Otani, this whole saga has come to a, 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 an end. He has had his surgery. Surgery has completed on Otani. He will plan on hitting in 2024 and pitching in 2025. Now we'll see how the free agent bidding over the offseason takes place for Otani with that already in place. The Nationals placed Travis Blankenhorn on the IL with plantar fasciitis. They recalled Blake Rutherford from AAA. Brady Singer, an up-and-down season, velocity coming towards, uh, we kept dropping towards the end of the season, and so did the results, but it wasn't an arm issue. The Royals making it very clear it wasn't that, and this is why. Brady Singer is going on the IL with left lower lumbar strain. He's done for the rest of the season. Singer has been battling this back issue for quite a while, apparently. This is kind of like the Alex Cobb syndrome. <clears throat> we'll talk about him later. But just a lingering issue of an injury, which we never really know. There's a lot of players playing through stuff, trying to play like with stuff, whatever you want to say. Singer was trying to play through this back pain, and it just did not ram. Uh, you know, nothing good came from it. So Singer goes to the IL, hopefully a big 2024 to come if he can build off the success we did see at times in 2023. 
The Cubs' Nick Madrigal is placed on the IL with a hamstring injury, recalling Jared Young from AAA. Luis Arise of the Marlins was scratched on from Tuesday's lineup with an ankle injury. He is day-to-day. Uh, Craig Mish was a little like, uh-oh, this is not good situation. Uh, they say day-to-day. Reading through the tea leaves on tweets, this might be a couple days. So we'll have to kind of wait and see what happens with Luis Arise. Baltimore Orioles, Jack Flaherty, is going to move to the bullpen for the time being, the, the team says. They want bullpen depth. They already have a full rotation. See where things go as they get ready for the postseason. Riley Green's been going through and getting second and third opinions on his elbow, uh, and now it is official. Riley Green of the Detroit Tigers will undergo elbow surgery on Wednesday. St. Louis Cardinals, Alec Burleson left Tuesday's game with a fractured thumb dunzo for the season. Yusei Kikuchi also left Tuesday's game with cramps after throwing five solid innings for the Jays. He says he'll make his next start. It was just cramping. No big deal. We've actually seen a lot of pitchers going through that over the last month or so, which is Interesting to say the least. Javi Baez once again was scratched from Tuesday's game with a reoccurring back injury. He's getting scratched once or twice a week, it feels like. So not like you're probably rostering Javi Baez, but man, how the mighty has fallen since he's taken that big contract in Detroit. Uh, here's one that stings, and this is just one of those things. It's like it's almost as bad as the Byron Buxton situation in Minnesota. Royce Lewis left Tuesday's game with a hamstring injury and his day-to-day. The team is not overly concerned, but soft tissue injuries, you never really know. Lewis just finds every little injury. It feels like he's been so darn good when he's playing, but just cannot stay healthy. Hopefully it's nothing too serious, and we get him back for a few more games to finish the season. Bailey Falter left Tuesday's game after one innings pitched, but all reports are saying it was just uh, to bring in a piggyback. It's weird. I was looking up all the information like because there was reports, oh, no, he got pulled after an inning, and it was like, okay, he's injured, whatever. But then the more you read into it, it's just according to the Phillies, it was just a, or the Pirates, I mean, just a simple, hey, we're just taking him out. Still scheduled to start in four or five days. Alex Cobb mentioned we talked about him again. We've discussed on recent episodes that he's been dealing with a reoccurring hip injury for about two months now, three months maybe. Uh, and he left Tuesday's game with that injury. He was making warm-up pitches like the fourth inning. He had to get pulled. And there's reports that Cobb's probably done for the season. Like he's been trying to pitch through this and trying to pitch through it. It just has not been good for Mr. Alex Cobb, who's put together a rather good season, especially ratio-wise. Strikeouts have not been there for Cobb. They rarely ever are, but the ratios have been outstanding for Alex Cobb when he has been on the mound. So hopefully he can get that hip injury fixed and ready for 2024. After Max Freed had his start pushed back, we talked about that on yesterday's show, they are now the Braves are officially scheduling Max Freed to pitch on Thursday. So he's going to miss this first series against Philadelphia pitch on Thursday. Shane Bieber, he's going to throw a bullpen session. He threw a bullpen session on Tuesday, and uh, he could rejoin the Guardians rotation later this week. That's the goal. If the, the, he's had three rehab starts already, if the bullpen session went well, he was going to pitch hopefully Friday or Saturday for the Guardians. On a side note, Tristan McKenzie threw another rehab assignment on Tuesday, still hoping to get that pitch count up and feel healthy to maybe get one more start before the season is over. Now, Eduardo Rodriguez, he left Monday start early against the Dodgers. Um, and on Tuesday, they decided they're going to have further testing on his shoulder, and it is unlikely that Erod will pitch again this season. So I don't know if the severity of the shoulder injury, but severe enough to be like, you know what, put our arms up, let him get healthy for 2024. No need to bring him back this season. All right, I know I talked to you guys a lot about PL Plus and PL Pros because it's that darn awesome. You know, Pitcher List already has amazing, great free content, the articles, the podcasts, and more great stuff. But in PL Plus and PL Pro, you get even more content, tools, your front of the line for the next greatest things that come to pitcherlist.com. 
And you also get this amazing Discord. It's awesome. It's got everything you could ever think of for the baseball and fantasy baseball minds out there. Everything. You know what else it has, though? That other sport that's going on that has like an oblong ball that they use? Football. QB List. QBList.com, the partner of PitcherList.com. If you are on the PL Plus PL Pro Discord, you have access to QB List Discord, which gets you all kinds of great stuff. If you have start stick questions, waiver wire questions, and much, much more of your fantasy football needs, you get that with PL Plus and PL Pro. So go check it out. You won't regret it one bit. Some hitting highlights from Tuesday on the Diamond. Alexander Canero uh, went two for four with a double, a homer, a run scored, and five RBIs for the Cubs. He's been battling injuries throughout his last couple of years. Um, this was his first start with the Cubs this season. And throughout the minors, he's been through single A and throughout the, the ringer, all the way through triple A. Canero hit 273 on the year with nine homers, two stolen bases, over 53 games. He got called up before Pete Crow Armstrong did. But um, the, the potential before Canero had his crazy injuries with the Giants system, actually, he was expected to be one of the next big things. So maybe he's getting healthy. We'll see. But big game. He had a grand slam, actually, on Tuesday. So really cool to see from Canero. Ryan O'Hearn of the Orioles, two for five with a home run, two runs scored, and two RBIs. Just an amazing season from Ryan O'Hearn. He's been playing a lot of first base, DH, platooning. Whatever the Orioles have needed, he has done it in, in just diamonds. On the season, O'Hearn's hitting 308 with 14 home runs, 47 runs scored, 59 RBIs, and four stolen bases. He has been pretty, pretty good. Even Alex Fast put out a tweet that if O'Hearn were to qualify for the batting title, which he does not, his 308 average would be sitting between Mookie Betts' ninth overall in baseball and Shohei Otani 11th overall in baseball. Ryan O'Hearn had the 10th best batting average in baseball if he qualified, which is pretty crazy to think about. Then Willie Castro, who was a big target of mine on Fab this week. I talked about it on Monday's edition of Bench with Bubba. I was I was focused on the Twins, and Castro was one of them for his multi-position eligibility going into Great American Small Park to start the week, finishing next week in Coors Field. Willie Castro went two for five with a home run, a run scored, and two RBIs on Tuesday for the Twins. Since Castro returned from the IL on uh, September 3rd, he's hitting 291 with three doubles, a triple, three home runs, 11 runs scored, seven RBIs, and two stolen bases. What you call that is stuffing the stat sheet. He has been very, very impressive. And like I mentioned, the multi-position eligibility, I believe it's second, third, and outfield. Certain formats might even have him at shortstop because I believe he's played like seven games at short. So Castro could be a nice little asset down the stretch. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box article on PitcherList.com for more details on the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights from Tuesday. Taj Bradley, just this up-and-down roller coaster season. The skills are so good, and I want to keep buying into this kid Five innings, one earned, three hits, one walk, and six Ks for Bradley. He had 12 whiffs and a 23% CSW. Love seeing the whip down in this game. On the season, like I said, roller coaster of a season. He has a 5.36 ERA, which is not good, but that 3.72 XFIP just shows the talent is elite. Just the consistency has not been there. Bradley has 124 Ks over 95 and two-thirds innings pitched this season. I am definitely looking forward to seeing what he can bring in 2024. Javier Assad has been a godsend to the Cubs since uh, he came into the rotation on Tuesday. Assad five innings, one earn. That was a solo shot to the red hot rejuvenated Cabrian Hayes. Uh, so five innings, pitch one earn, five hits, one walk and eight strikeouts for Assad. He had seven whiffs and a 31% CSW at the friendly confines of Wrigley field. Assad over his nine games started since joining the Cubs rotation. He's thrown 50 and two thirds innings, allowed 16 earned runs, only 16 walks and 39 strikeouts. The strikeouts have come on of late for Assad, which has been a big, 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 big boost for those that have been streaming him in fantasy formats. 
Braxton Garrett, he's finishing the season on a high note. Six innings, no runs, five hits, no walks, and seven Ks on Tuesday. He had 11 whiffs and a 30% CSW. He had that amazing run we all know about. Then he got a blister, scuffled it for a few starts. Since the blister issue has been gone, his last 10 starts, he's been really good again. 54 and two-thirds innings pitch, 13 earned runs, 11 walks, and 43 strikeouts. Strikeouts took a little bit to get going. They are there now because over Garrett's last two starts, 14 strikeouts and zero earned runs. He's looking like that guy was that's back to being that just ace talent of the Miami Marlins rotation. Make sure to tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Tuesday. Not a lot. Really strange, actually. Kyle Finnegan picked up his 26th save of the year. Jose LeClerc picked up his third save of the year. That was kind of a shocker. And then we got a couple weird ones here. Colin Snyder of the Royals picked up his first save of the year. Carlos Hernandez pitched in the seventh inning for Kansas City. And then Cianel Perez of the Orioles picked up his second save of the year. Diner Cano pitched the first two outs in the ninth. And then the Hyde went lefty-lefty to finish the game. That's why Prez came in and got the save for the Orioles, who have won the first two games in Houston after clinching a playoff spot on Sunday. That is some just crazy good ball the Orioles are playing right now. Make sure you read the Day the Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information about all things relief pitching. All right, before we take a peek at Wednesday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow, and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Enchkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. DFS, I hope you're listening to the show early because we have a nine-game slate, but it starts at 12.20 p.m. Eastern time. It's a day game. There's a four-game later slate. Not the biggest fan there, so we're focusing on the nine-game main slate. Lots of bats. Pitching is not great. Uh, you got a couple higher-priced guys. Um, the highest guy I'm looking at for now is Merrill Kelly versus the Giants. You got Logan Webb versus the D-backs if you want, but Kelly versus the Giants. And then I love the best play for me is Seth Lugo versus the Rockies. Huge fan of that one. Rockies, massive strikeout rates. So give me Lugo on that one. There's a few other higher price options, but Kelly and Lugo, maybe some Webbs where I'm focused for now. Hitting side of things, though, there's tons of them. Seattle versus Estes is a good one uh, of Oakland. It's going to be a bullpen game for Oakland. Their bullpen's atrocious. San Diego versus Chase Anderson. See if San Diego can. They were red hot entering Tuesday. They got shut down by Felter and others. So we'll see how they do against Anderson. Got Cleveland versus Granky. Cleveland swinging it well. Washington versus Kopech. Kopech reenters the White Sox rotation. We can target that all day long. And then Kansas City versus Giolito. Giolito's coming off a gym against Texas. Seven innings. I think it was 10 Ks. Shutout innings. We'll see how he does in a, a, a take two because he's been horrible since joining Cleveland. 
So Kansas City is an interesting one there as well. Some things I'm looking forward to on Tuesday. I'm looking forward to that Logan Webb versus Merrill Kelly matchup. Uh, both teams are still fighting for an NL wild card berth, one of the third spots in there. I think I think Arizona's fighting for the second for now, but in the end, second and third spots, Webb and Kelly. That's a big one. Kyle Bradish versus Christian Javier. Bradish having an amazing season. Theo's going for three straight in Houston, and Javier has been bad. So that should be a fun one. George Kirby trying to bounce back versus Oakland. I was looking into George Kirby for my, my HQ Daily Matchups article, I write, and um, it's not been good. It's been really, really bad of late. I believe, I believe it's something around 16 earned runs over the last four starts, 21 innings. He does have 25 Ks, though, so the strikeouts are up for, for Kirby, which is good, but he's just getting three, four runs in every start right now. It's not pretty, so we'll see how he does against Oakland, a team that strikes out almost 29% of the time versus righties over the past month. I'm loving this pitching matchup. I wish I was in South Beach, not just because of being South Beach, but for this matchup, Kota Singa, who's been outstanding this year, going up against Yuri Perez. That's a fun one, folks. And then up uh, in an AL East battle, Kevin Gossman versus Michael King. Gossman looking to bounce back after a rough outing in Texas where he was walking the world, didn't even get through five innings, tons of runs. Now you get to face the Yankees and Michael King, who's been great since joining the the um Yankees rotation through five starts, 29 Ks and 21 innings pitched. So looking forward to that. Gossman King. And then last but not least, Justin Steele continues to try a bid on his Cy Young season a day after Spencer Strider and Blake Snell absolutely dealt on Tuesday. Justin Steele takes the mound on Wednesday to try to make his case once again for a chance at that NL Cy Young. But that'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Hope you all have a great Wednesday, full day of action from start to finish, morning to night. It's going to be absolutely glorious. And you know what? I'll have you covered tomorrow. I'll recap Wednesday's action and get you ready for Thursday. But for now, this was your first pitch podcast Wednesday, September 20th edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.